0: ba'im uh, Rabotai. Welcome. We have a uh, tradition on Wednesdays. We are studying the Sefer of Tehillim, of David HaMelech Adav Shalom. We uh, we started the Sefer a few weeks ago. We offered Hakdama uh, and last week we started to make analysis on the first chapter. These classes are being studied. Leilu nishmat Lily Lea Bat Virginet, Ruach Adonai Tinihena began Eden. Uti nishmat Tatzura Betzor Hayim. That's the great woman and Sadeket, Mrs. Lily Meddeb Alei Shalom, uh, the wife of our great friend Dr. Isaac Yibad El Hayim and the wonderful son. Dr. Raffi, and these Shi'urim that we expose some of the secrets of the Tehillim should be ilun Yishmata, Amen Ken Yehidat Well, as I told you last week, uh, I intend to move on to the second chapter. I think the style we should adopt is we have to take each chapter and make one strong point. So at least we remember one solid point from each chapter. So we can connect to the Tehillim at least in, its, uh, in, in the concept. Like we said, this is thematic Tehillim. We want to understand the Tehillim through a theme of Perik by Perik. The problem we have with the second Perik, Perik Bet, is what the Gemara says in on and tet. The Gemara says on the bottom of the Amud, the Gemara is discussing the chapters of Tehillim. We might have to do this Gemara one day in this class. You might have to go through it properly. But the Gemara is counting the chapters. The Gemara accepts that certain chapters are connected to each other. And the Gemara says, Ashere ha'ish ve'lamma goyim hada parashahi. Now, the chapter that we intended to learn today is chapter two, which starts off as I don't know what that means, whatever that means. We'll get to it. But all I know is that the Gemara is telling me that actually it's continuation of Perek Aleph. Now, don't ask me that in your Tehillim books it's Aleph and Bet. I know that in the Tehillim books, they have them separately but that's no proof. The Gemara is telling us that actually they won. So this poses to me a, uh, a great threat because or challenge. There must be a connection between the two Pernakim. Although I spent a lot of time trying to understand the Keshe because the chapter that we intended to learn today primarily talks about Mashiach which everybody loves that topic. Uh, the Pasuk says, uh, The nations are going to gather. Ul the regimes are going to talk in vain. Who are they going to talk against? Yet the kings are going to take their stand. The princes, they're going to conspire secretly. They're going to wage a, a war against God and his Mashiach. Rashi, right away on the chapter, tells us that. Okay. Fantastic. Everybody always wants to know the secrets of what's going to happen when Mashiach comes. Here, David Melech doesn't waste any time. In chapter 2, boom, he already takes us to Yemote Mashiach. Only problem is. Um, I know we learned chapter 1 last week. I don't remember anything about Mashiach in chapter 1, to be honest with you. And for the fact, for the Gemara to come along and say, Hada parashah, it's one parashah. The theme is all the same. So, I went and asked also a question. The parashah Mashiach is a very long parashah. There's a lot of events that are going to unfold, that have unfolded already, that will unfold. It's a big process. Which specific uh, event is David Melech focusing on? Can we can we at least narrow down which area of the messianic uh, revelation did David Melech decide to talk about in Perek Bit? So I think I found it, Baruch Hashem. I think I revealed it. If you look at Pasuk Gimal, et Mosrotemo, venashlicha Memenu avotemo. The Goyim, at the time of Mashiach, are going to talk about uh, cutting their cords, It seems going to be attached to some cord and they're going to want to detach themselves from it. Avotemo means a rope. They're going to be attached to a certain rope and they're going to want to just release themselves from it. Okay, maybe there's going to be a tug of war. I'm not too sure exactly what this is talking about but it seems that the goyim when Mashiach comes are going to cast something off. They're going to push something away from themselves. There's going to be a moment of ninateka and a v'nashlicha. Uh, it's a moment of cutting and casting. Something away. question is what? What is this talking about? If we can figure out what this pasuk is talking about, Abotai, we'll be able to understand the main theme of Perek So I searched, and to my delight, I found an incredible Gemara. The Gemara is in Avodah Zarah. It's on Datgima. And the Gemara tells us what's going to happen at the time of Mashiach. There's going to be a dialogue. Dialogue between the conversation between two people. It's going to be between God and the Goyim. They're going to have a dialogue. Amru, the Fanab, the Goyim are going to tell God. I don't know who's talking, who's the Rosh uh, berim? who's, the, Dabberim, who's the, uh, the secretary of the Goyim. Maybe the head of the United Nations. Maybe, uh, I don't know, who's, the, who's Kofi Annan. I think he's a pastor. I don't know who's uh, the, the, the president anymore. But some representative of the Goyim is going to make a, uh, a, a an appeal to God. They're going to ask for a mitzvah. Give us a mitzvah. Give us an opportunity. Because when Mashiach comes, he's going to redeem the Jews. So they're going to come along and say, hey, what about us? What about you? He just woke up. The Jews are doing mitzvah for thousands of years. They earned their uh, uh, their heilig. Now all of a sudden you're coming along, you want to be part of the action? So they come along and say, Give us a chance, give us a chance. Bali Olam is going to tell them, Amar Kadosh fools. Shabbat <inaudible> Somebody that toils on Friday can eat on Shabbat. <inaudible> 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 if you didn't toil on Arib <inaudible> Shabbat during Olam Azeh, how are you gonna benefit? However, God says, "Apar pichen." What else? No problem. God's very, very merciful. I'm going to give you a chance. Not only am I going to give you a chance, I'm going to give you what is it called—an easy chance. mitzvah kana yeshni. God tells the goyim, "I have an easy mitzvah, an underhand mitzvah, an easy mitzvah." Visukashima. and the name of the mitzvah is called the mitzvah of sukkah go and build a sukkah a sukkah is easy uh, you have two walls and a tefa. you throw some uh, some on top you're in business today they have all these pop-up sukkot the people go on vacation on sukkot they carry a little uh, you know a canvas thing they push a button bingo abracadabra you have a sukkah they stick their head in the sukkah they eat some bread and finish. Then you'll say, mitzvah it's easy mitzvah. So God tells the Guhim, i make you a deal. I'll give you the mitzvah of sukkah. If you can fulfill this mitzvah, this easy mitzvah, we'll give you a halek the we'll give you, a, you'll be part of Mashiach, you'll be part of the process. Okay? I think mm-hmm. this is very, uh, very, very generous. The Gemara says, mitzvah Why is it called mitzvah kallah? It doesn't cost that much money. It doesn't cost that much money. Relatively an inexpensive mitzvah. Fine. When the goyim hear this, they're going to send out, this didn't happen yet, Trabotai. this didn't happen, this is going to happen, I'm giving you a future, I'm giving you tomorrow's news. This is going to happen when Mashiach comes. So when the Goyim hear this, they're going to send out emails to everybody. Abotai, they're going to send out Hilchot Sukkah. The Yakut Yosef in English, they're going to send out to uh, all the Goyim so they can read it and learn Hilchot Sukkah. They'll send pictures. They're going to say, yeah, I know my neighbor was a Jewish guy. I used to see him every year in September, October time building a, uh, a hut. I know all about it. Okay, not only that, the Goyim going to say, we used to build the Sukkot for the Goyim, for the Jews. They used to call us up. And we used to have to put up the uh, the walls and they'd shake the schach. Uh, and we I mean, know everything, we know all the all this business over here. But now the email is gonna say you have to do it yourselves. Mi'ad, kol Echad goyim Notel Beautiful. They're gonna make the sukkar not only a sukha, rooftop sukkah. They have roofs that are flat. They're going to go on top of the roofs. They're going to build nice sukkah. All of a sudden, Borei Ulam is going to take out the sun, and it's going to be a very, very hot day. The Gimara says like Tikufat Tammuz, which we're in now, meaning in the summer months. Even though Sukkot is in the fall, it's in the autumn. But sometimes you have what's called Indian summer. You know, the summer extends. So Bodhi is going to bring out a very, very hot, uh, uh, strong sun, like Tikufat Tammuz. What happens to the Goyim? Unbelievable. Going to leave the Sukkah. And on the way out, it says, Meva'et. <laughs> Meva'et means they're going to they're gonna kick it. They're going to cast it off. They're going to say, Ah, what is this over here? They're going to they're gonna leave the sukkah. But well, I don't blame them. It's too hot. There's no ventilation. Tukufat tamuz." So the Gemara says, How do you know that this is going to happen? How do you know this uh, story of the Goyim Casting away the sukkah, leaving the sukkah. How do you know it's going to happen? The Amar says, David HaMelech predicted it in the second Pentecost daily. Our pazook is referring to what we said, the cutting off and the casting is referring to the sukkah. Now how is it referring to a sukkah? So the Gaon Maharsha says, that normally you tie the walls of the sukkah with cord. So when they leave the sukkah, they're going to cut the cords off. They're going to cut the cords of the sukkah. And usually, Ma'adasha says, they would use fiskach, uh hadasim, the myrtle branches. The myrtle branch is a nice branch. They throw it on top. It's cheap. You put it on top, use as skah. The Torah refers to the myrtle branch, which is the, uh, the hadas. anath it's avot. So therefore, avotemo. They're going to throw away the avot. The anath it's avot. They're gonna, basically, what they're going to do, they're going to take apart, this, they're going to dismantle the sukkah. Which means, besides the fact they're going to leave, before they leave, there's going to be uh you know, like we see today, the, the, the riots. But instead of, uh, instead of destroying the stores on Fifth Avenue, they're going to destroy their own uh, Sukkah. That's going to be the last riot, Rabotai. That's going to be the last uh, situation. They're going to come along, you're going to see something amazing. Latin you're going to see all the news reports. you see all the we destroying Sukkot. Destroying Sukkot. Pulling the Sukkah Throwing the Sukkah down. The video get ready. Destruction of Sukkot. Thousands and millions of Sukkot. Of course the Gemara comes along and says, Well, what's the problem? What's the problem? Jewish people also, when it's hot, we also leave the Sukkah. As a matter of fact, the Halakha says, That if a person is in Sa'ar, in this case, because of the weather. He's patur, so what do you want to go? The good didn't do anything wrong. They left the sukkah just like we would leave the sukkah. The Gemara answers, It's true. It's true we also leave the sukkah, but we don't destroy it when we leave. We don't kick it. We don't dismantle it. We don't take it apart. And therefore, the Gemara is telling us something very, very interesting. That at the time of Mashiach, there's going to be anyan of sukkah. Anyan of sukkah. And it seems that the Goyim are not going to be able to relate to this mitzvah. You're right, it's going to be hot. But why do they have such an antagonism against the sukkah? Why do they have such a a, a strife? Why do they have such a uh, an, an anger, they have a, a, a chip on their shoulder against the sukkah. Okay, Mr. Patul, By the way, it's a hot day. You're on the roof. I understand it's hot on the roof. Go downstairs back. Everybody's going to have air conditioning in times of mashiach, and yeah, you're fine. No, they have to destroy the sukkah. And motai we need to go back for a minute to understand what the inyan of the sukkah is in order to understand why the guim are going to be tested on it and why they're not going to be able to, to withstand it. We know that the Gemara refers to the sukkah as dirat anai. Dirat anai means it's a, it's a temporary structure. And the Torah wants us to live in this temporary structure seven days a year. And the Mifarishim explained that the seven days actually represent 70 years. Seven, like 70. Which actually is a lesson to the people that sit in the sukkah that the 70 years that we live, which is the life that we live, is temporary. That This world is Ohil Aray. It's a temporary structure. And the goal is to leave the temporary structure and end up in Didat Keba. Didat Keba is the permanent structure, which is in olam when a person lives with that attitude, that this world is very temporary, so he stays focused, he doesn't get caught up in the, uh, in the gashmiyut, in the materialism, in all the diversions, and what Kohelet referred to as habel habalim. He has a goal. This is temporary. So he needs to uh, work in this temporary world in order to establish the permanent world. As a matter of fact, the Gimarat says, when it comes to telling the Jews to sit in the Sukkot, leave your permanent home. Go sit in Dirat Alay. and I will say it like this, in order that you be able to go to Dirat keva. That means the Jew understands that this world is temporary and it's ephemeral. The once The famous story that's told with the Hafez Hayim, that's very dear to us. Because it brings this point home, <clears throat> the great Hafez Chaim. One time, a businessman came to Ralim. I was in Ralim. I saw where the Hafez Chaim lived, Belarus. Very, very modest, uh, very austere. And the businessman came in and he saw the way the Hafez Chaim lives. He says, "Oh, I want to build the Rabbi a big house. We'll build him a new, you know, luxury place to live." So the Hafez Chaim says to uh, the businessman, "Where are you staying uh, over here uh, when you're in Ralim?" I'm staying in the hotel. Uh, he says, could you explain to me how big your hotel room is? He said, what do you mean? It's a smaller room. One room with a bed. You have a kitchen? No. You have a, nothing. A bed. He said, how are you living like this? He said, Rabbi, I'm on a I'm on a trip. This is a, a business trip that I'm on. It's not, it's not my permanent uh, place. This is not my permanent place either. My permanent place is the next world. Therefore, I don't need to be, uh, you know, uh, 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 hunkered down over here in a permanent structure with all the, I'm temporary, that means, by the way, lived in a sukkah. Look, sukkah is not only a structure, sukkah is a mentality. Suta, sukkah is a, uh, is a philosophy. By the way, that's probably why we sit in the sukkah right after Kippur. Because on Yom Kippur, we finally come to the realization that the world is temporary. Because we stay in shul all day, we, we move ourselves from eating and drinking, so we start to become a little more focused. Only after Yom Kippur does a Jew understand that you can sit in the Sukkot. Fine. Oh. The Goyim, it seems, cannot understand this concept. They cannot understand and connect themselves to the Medvav Sukkot. Because in the nature of the Goyim world, to them this world is the main. The Romans used to say, live and be happy or live and be merry today for tomorrow you shall die. Uh, To them, a says, I'm going to die. What do I need a Bechorah for? Which means they live in the the present. They live for today. Because they want to have their their, their pleasures. They, They don't understand... Uh, 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 to uh, divest themselves of any pleasures. They live for the moment. To the nations of the world, this is dirat, dirat keba. They cannot connect the sukkah. Borei tries to connect them. It tries to bring them to the Keba, but they're repelled from it. They're repelled from it. Not because it's hot. Okay, so it's hot, so you walk out of the sukkah, but the whole thing what it represents, they destroy such a concept. They, they can't understand what does it mean to be uh, Moshe Nefesh uh, in, 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 for Mitzvah for a later date you know the Gemara says in Baba Batra Gemara says in Baba Batra on page 10 Gemara is talking about somebody that gives tzedakah. beautiful I'm giving this coin for tzedakah. He has a family. He wants to have Biraqan's family. I'm giving this Siddhakah so my children should live. The Gebara says, And it Sadiq Wow, Sadiq Amur. So the Gebarah says, well, it depends who's who's making this pledge. Can be Israel, can be Ovid Ku If Israel gives Siddhaka Al-Menachi Ayyebeli. He's called a Kamur. If an ovetko chelim for does that, he's not considered tzaddik. Why? So that she says something incredible over here. That she says, "Yisrael da'atan l'shamayim." When the Jew gives it, even God forbid, if his children don't live, he's happy. He gave the sederka because he knows I'm not giving for. The Jew doesn't do tit for tat. I give, I get. It's not cash uh, and carry over allamazir. When's the benefit of Sadaqah? This one is temporary. But the Goy, when he gives Sadaqah, if he doesn't get the immediate benefit, the she comes along and he says, and I quote, The Jew, Whether the kid lives or he doesn't live, <laughs> the Jew gave sedaka because his children weren't feeling well. Okay, the rabbi told him, give sedaka He went, he did it, and it didn't work. The Jew says, oh, It's okay. I gave sedaka, I did the mitzvah. Eno <laughs> The guy, if it doesn't work out. Tie. just give me one second of what time we had over here a coffee spill haven't had that in a while usually they do it once a week but since the pandemic I have to be honest with you I haven't spilled coffee in a long time but, Hashim, I'm getting back to my old ways it's a beautiful spill the cup was three quarters full but Hashem went all over my desk. Just want to clean that up so it doesn't ruin the sefari. Okay, I know the Satan doesn't like what we're talking about, the Oh, he doesn't like these topics because we're going to talk big secrets now. So he's trying to get me unfocused, but doesn't work. Cap on the coffee. We're going to continue now. The Goy says, I gave the Siddhaqah, and uh, he doesn't get a result. Because they live in this world. They want to push a button and get reward. And if they don't get the reward right away, you can't tell the Goy, well, listen, you gave Siddhaqah, in 500 years you're going to get a Siddhaqah. What is over here? They don't want a, a, a delay. They want it immediately. As a matter of fact, We have a very, very interesting uh, pasuk that tells us how Mashiach is going to arrive. Uh, some of our members think that Mashiach is going to come in a limousine, in a stretch limousine, like the president of the United States. But I'm sorry to tell you that the pasuk says, "Ani verocheb al hamor." It becomes very, very simple: the transportation the same transportation that Moshe Rabbeinu came when he took the Jewish people out of Egypt, the Mashiach is going to be rochev al Hamor, on a Hamor, what's the depth? Why does the Pasuk need to tell me if he's going to be on a Hamor, or he's going to be on a sus, or he's going to be on an elephant? And the Mephanchim explained, based on something that Avraham Avinu told his son Yishmael. You remember when they were going to do the Akedah? So they're going to do the Akedah huh? and Yitzhak and Abraham are making their way. Behind them was Eli Isaac and Yishmael. They were carrying the, uh, you know, the equipment. And all of a sudden, uh, when they got to a certain point, Abraham turns around to uh, Ishmael and Eli Ezzel, Shibu po ima hamor. And he tells them, you stay over here with the hamor. The Gemara says, ah, ima hamor, amad hamor. Now, Hamor? the nation that is like Hamor, I don't think Abraham Abin was calling them Hamorim. They have Tsurat Adam, they have Tzele Elokim. How could he come along and say, Yeah, you go stay with the Hamorim? This is the Hamorim section. You're included, you're the Hamor. The explanation is that Hamor comes from the Hebrew word Humriyut. Humriyut means physicality. Physicality, homer, homer is something that's, uh, that's, that's base, something that's bodily, the, the opposite of metaphysical. Metaphysical means something above the physical. Physical means something that's, that's mundane. And therefore, Abraham Abinu said, you can't understand what we're doing over here. I'm, I'm going to take my son, I'm going to slaughter him. You don't, don't come from that word, slaughter him. If you slaughter him, he can't eat dinner. If you slaughter him, you can't go golfing. If you slaughter him, you can't play tennis. If you slaughter him, he's not going to be able to go to the theater. What do you mean, slaughter him? Slaughter him for what? No, because we believe. There's all of them about. What are you talking about? We don't understand This is which means you're connected to the youth. You're bound by the physicality. You live for the day. You live for the moment. The Goy cannot understand. Do this today and you get a reward tomorrow. Just like they can't give Siddakah today and they don't get an immediate result. They can't figure it out. That's what it means, and when Mashiach comes, the Mashiach comes to redeem the nation that overrides the Hamor. The Mashiach represents the subjugation of the Humriyut. The Humriyut is secondary. The physical body, the physical pleasure, the desires, they are on the bottom. The Mashiach writes on the Humriyut. That's why Yisrael. Klai said that sits in the sukkah. The sukkah which represents Dirat Arai. The whole world is a Dirat Arai. The whole, the, whole, the whole existence is Dirat Arai. Oh, and that's going to be a key moment when Mashiach comes. God is going to prove to the Goyim through the mitzvah of sukkah that you lived for the moment. And as a result of it, you held that Olam did not care. Like, oh, give us one more chance. Give us one more. We gave you a chance. Here's sukkah. Okay, they left the sukkah. But when they left it, they dismantled it. Which they were saying this concept, we despise it. We despise the metaphysical. They are amadom Omele Hamor. And the Hamur cannot understand the of sukkah, dirat arai ba'ina. They can understand that olamazir is temporary. That's the whole reason for existence. And Borei olam says, You see, you see, you see that? We leave the sukkah, but we'll never destroy the sukkah. We'll never kick it, we'll never dismantle it, because we understand what it represents. the sukkah is in front of our minds constantly. Dirat arai. Very nice. By the way, do we have any uh, indication outside of this Gemara and outside of this Piric in Tehillim that there's going to be an event with a sukkah and the guim are gonna come and they're gonna kick the sukkah and uh, run out of the sukkah? Do we have a, an indication outside of this Gemara, this Piric and Tehillim? By the way, I found it. It's actually a chapter in the Navi. Unbelievable. Oh, right here, Zechariah, Zechariah, chapter 14, and it's talking about over here, chapter 14, Pasuk Yudhet, which, by the way, is the Haftarah of Sukkot, just for the record. Look what it says in Zechariah: yud yudhat Yudhet, Vi'im Mishpahat Mitzray, Oh, there's going to be the family of Mitzrayim. It's not going to go up to Jerusalem. There's going to be a magifah on the Goyim that are not going to go up to celebrate. Zot hatat Mitzrayim Goyim. Unbelievable. So you see already in the Navi, they talked about this event when Mashiach comes, that there's going to be Goyim and Sukkot, and they're not going to do it. Now how do I know that this story in the Navi is connected to the story in Gevara Avodah Maybe it's a different story. Look at Nashi in Zechariah. Zot Nashi comes along and says, and I quote, <coughs> I'm sorry. The Bura Matir and Pasuk Ted Zayin Et Haggas Sukot. That she says, Kemo she Perchu Rabotenu b'Masechet Abodazara Dav Gimmel. Mitzvah Kana Yeshli v'Sukashem Ah. So by the way, this Pasuk in Zechariah David the Melch highlighted it and said Rabotai. That's a key item. He's telling us not only about Mashiach, but he's telling you the hashkafa that gets us there. Why do we deserve to be the redeemables, the ones that are redeemed? Because ani al If you have the ability to be rocheb al-hamor, to press and sit and ride on the hamriyut, to subjugate it, okay, fine. But the goyim, they cannot, they cannot connect to Inyanat of sukkah. Very nice, I'm very happy. I understand the main theme of, mes, of, of Perek bit of, of, of Tehillim. Only problem is, I don't know what has to do with Perek Aleph. I don't know what it has to do with Perek Aleph. let's go back to Perek Aleph for a second. One Pasuk that caught my attention, which should catch your attention also. Look at Pasuk. I guess it's Pasuk yibod. It's talking about the one that serves God. He's like a tree. The tree that's deeply rooted alongside the brook of water that yields fruit and its leaves never wither. That, that's English. And its leaves never wither. What does it mean its leaves will not wither? What does that she say? Oh, that she says, <clears throat> that she says that all the parts of the tree are beneficial. Not only the, the bark of the tree, not only the fruits of the tree, but even the leaves of a tree, which you might think, ah, the leaves they are not important. No. The leaves of the tree, which are considered the secondary part of the tree, or tertiary, or, you know, it's not important. No, Even the psalat has value. Comes the Gemara, the Gemara in Sukkah. we didn't start anything yet. Wait till you hear this Gemara in Sukkah. Actually, it's a Mishnah. The Mishnah is the second Vedic of Sukkah. The Mishnah is talking about sleeping in a sukkah. Okay, in the olden days, when men were men, they used to sleep in the sukkah. They weren't scared. They slept in the sukkah. They put their faith in the Kadosh Baruch Hu. However, when you're sleeping in the sukkah, the Gemara says, you can't sleep under the table. You can't sleep under the bed. You have to sleep under the skach. So the Mishnah says, You sleep under the bed because you're not sleeping under the schach; you're sleeping under the bed. The Gemara says, "Maaseh betabi." Oh, Maaseh Who's Tobi? Toby. Who's the Toby? Avdo shul Rabban Gamliel. I know this is not politically correct. Uh, this uh, Mishnah Rabotai. Maybe we have to delete this Mishnah from the Shas Mishnah because already we see that Rabban Gamayi had had Eivet. Oh. oh. So we must not say this too loud over here. Otherwise, we're going to have to uh, we're going to be held responsible that our Rabbi had Eivet. But anyway, it says, Unbelievable. He slept in the Sukkah but he slept under the table, under the bed. So the Bengali went to the rabbis and said, My, my servant Tabi is Tamir Now look at, look at the way the rabbis we treated the Abadim. Look, look at how he treated the Abadim. He said, look at the He knows that the Abadim is Patud Menasukah. That's why he sleeps under the bed. Instead of taking up space for the people who are hayav, he sleeps under the bed. He sleeps under the bed because he doesn't take up space from anybody else. The gemara had a whole entourage. So he says, "Look at he's such a tamir. So why does he sleep in the sukkah biklal He wants to be next to the rabbi. So he goes goes under the, uh, under, the under the under the bed. So Tamir hakam Comes to gemara on that cup aleph. I'll give you a way to remember Daf Khaf Aleph. Uh, because this is the story of Tabi. Tabi is Tet, is nine, and Bet is two. That's eleven. And Yud. So finish. Tabi is Gematria Khaf Aleph. So that's how you remember the pledge. Khaf Aleph, second Sukkah. Gematria Tabi. Anyway, what happens? The Gemara says, Amar Abi Shem'on, Mesihato shel Rabban Gamliel, Lamadnu shnei debari. From Rabban Gamliel's conversation to the Hakamim, he was telling the Hakamim, you see my servant? He said, we learned two things. By the way, he just went to his friends and he told his friends, you know what? My servant, last night, he slept with us in the sukkah under the table. That's what He said, he says, wow, even from that little talk of Rabban I mean, you learn Hanachot. Even when that is just talking regular, which you think is all, you know, a day-to-day conversation, even when the rabbis are talking day-to-day stuff, or you would say mundane stuff, nothing's mundane. We learn two things, that if you sleep under the, uh, under, under the, uh, under the bed, you're not Yotzeh, and we also Abadim HaPeturim. So he said, you know what we learn? We learn. That when the rabbis talk, even Sihat Sihat means they're not talking the Torah, they're just talking matter of fact, they're talking, you know, everyday language. How do you know that you have to listen and analyze every word of the Hachamin even when they're talking casually? Even when they're talking the nonchalant talk? How do you know that Sihat Hulim needs Limud? Imar, <speaking in> the Alehu lo yibon. That's the first chapter in Teileem. That even the leaves of the tree, the tree is the Tamir HaKan, Even the leaves of the tree, there's value. Not only the fruit, the fruit is the Devret but even when the tree, which is the Tamir Akam, is talking things, they say, ah, okay, ma, be-kah, ma ma be-kah. And what's the example? Of Lo yibol. What's the example of Sihat Holim? The example is the story of Tabi that slept in the sukkah and he slept under the bed. This is the Gemara's example. I said, wait, wait, wait. We have a connection. The Lo yibol is talking about a goy and sukkah, and the second penik in Taylim also was talking about. The Goyim and the relationship to Sukkah when Mashiach comes. The Gemarat B'Rachot, I remind you, said that chapter 1 and 2 are connected. It's one pedic. Both have a commonality. Hatzad HaShabeh Shebahem They're both referring to the mitzvah Kalah of Sukkah and the relationship of Abadim to this mitzvah. The Gibraltar says again, even from the casual comments of Achamin you have to learn. What was the casual comment of Rabban Gamliel? Oh, last night my slave, Tabi, he slept under the bed. Oh, Sihat oh. yibog. And I asked a simple question. Why did he sleep under the bed? So I gave you a simple answer to make room for everybody else make room for somebody else. Reban what do you think he had a, a two by four sukkah? Reban had a sukkah, sukkah Gedona, the president. He didn't have a pop-up sukkah. I'm sure they'd be able to make room for tabi, but it seems that he chose to sleep under the, under, the, under the bed. Why? You're at your patur, but you get credit. Let him sleep in the regular sukkah, let him get credit. Oho. So first Rabotai, we need to know a little about this great servant that's called Tabi. That Rabban said he's a tamir Hakam. In another Gemara, the Gemara says, that Nabanga said kasher haya, he's kosher. Not only that, but when Tabi dies, Rabban Gabriel accepts consolation. Now when the people went to visit, he accepted consolation. When normally they don't accept consolation on abadin But they said, Tabi is different. Kashev Oh. So I want to tell you a story that happened in Parashat Noah. Yeah, Rabutai, this is how you learn Tehillim. This is how you learn Tehillim. You have a lot of books, a lot of books on the table, so we can analyze it correctly. Otherwise, we'll not understand these secrets. You tell what is Parashat Noah? I think now. now you think, it's enough we went to Zikariah. It's enough we went to Gemara'a Abu Nazara. Now you think it's to Parashat Noah? Yes, since I'm the moderator of this class, Rabutai, I decide where we uh, where we go. So the flood's over. Noah gets off the Teba, he makes a L'chayim. Gets drunk. And now he starts to, you know, he's staggering. And he reveals himself, reveals himself in the tent. oh. oh. Ham is one of the children of Noah, Shem anit aviv. He sees his father's nakedness. Instead of covering him up, what does he end up doing? He ends up that she says what he did. He committed an unimaginable. Crime against his father. He saw it and he acted like an animal. So when Shemba Yifit heard, they took the simla, they took the sheep, and they covered their father. When Noah got up, what did he say? He what his son did him. because Kenan, the son of Ham, was involved also. Oh, another Ebed Abedim. No are time? We're going to have to get a Parashat Noah also. Also, not politically correct. Parashat Noah. Noah told the son Abedin, yele e- Canaan is Ebed Lamo. If he did such a thing. And by the way, this Ham over here—he had children. By the way, anybody know some of the children of Ham? We know the children of Ham—the Ben Kush, oh, Fut, So one of the descendants of Ham. It's the Egyptians. Like we say, We were in the land of Atmat Ham, the land of B'niham, the land of B'niham is the land of Mitnayim. The Egyptians directly are from Ham, which is an amazing thing. That means we were abadim to abadim. That even makes it much worse. So we were also abadim, by the way. By the way, put that in your, in your history books. The Ebed made us an Ebed to them. <laughs> so we should be more upset than anybody else, by the way. We were the Ebed to the Ebed. And then nobody, nobody's letting us uh, uh, express ourselves. Ebed Abadi we were. Okay, that's a side point. I don't like to get involved in the political uh, issues of the day now. This is the Tehidim class. Mitzrayim. So what do you see, Mitzrayim, time? You see over here something amazing. Mitzrayim is the nation, is the nation that canceled in the sukkah. That's the nation that it talked about in the book of Zechariah. The Pasuk said, Viim Mishpa'at Mitzrayim. hatat And as she says, that's the Abu Dazara. That means the ones that did not sit in the sukkah, the ones that are gonna destroy the sukkah, that's biniham. That's Mitzrayim. They started to destroy the sukkah already, by the way. They're destroying the Dirat Keba also, but they're gonna get the Dirat Arai as well. But all is the same hashkafah. We want stuff now, we want now, we want everything now. Hey, slow down. Long term. No, everything now. Destroyed the Dirat Keba and the Dirat Arai. That's bin Ham. Oh. Ham has no connection to the Sukkah. Ham, look what he did to his father. Ba'al You went and you sodomized your father for a little pleasure. Ham is interested in Amadomel Hamor. The antithesis of K'lai Israel. That's what Adranabino meant. It's not for you. Oh, so what do you think? Ham is the father of Mitzrayim, and Mitzrayim is the one that's. Ham did it, You know what the Gemara says? The Gemara says. That one day, the Gemara Baba Kama, the says, one day, Baba Kama, the Bangam, the air, he hit Tabi, his slave, in the eye, and he made him blind. We blinded him. He hit him. After we called him a Tamir Hakam, but he hit him one day. He blinded him. What do you mean? I thought he'd call Listen to what the Benish Chai says in Ben Yo He says, Rabotai, it's known with the Mikubalim, right? In the name of the Hida. Ham. Oh, ho, ho. I'll give a chance for some of our members that fell out of their chairs to reassume their positions. Yeah, we're saying over here. Ham would have to come back. And what was the sin of Ham? What did it say in Parashat Noah? The Pasuk said, The sin was in his eye. And therefore, the Bangam had to make the tikkun on Ham. Therefore, he took the beat. Boom! He bashed his eye out. He says, the Tabi Abdoshra Bangamil Gilgul Ham Behayah Birur Mehatov Shebo. That's what I call him Tabi. He was the Tob of Ham. But I can Tabi. The Yadua, the Katuf tala Avon Ham, the Iyato, the Khteeb, Abi Ham, Abi Kenaan, the Tibat Abi. So therefore, the Fikhach Simara Bangamil, the Kaper Aloto Gilgul. And that's why, by the way, how do you say to look in Hebrew? Okay, vayar, I know that one time. You have another word? Lahabit. is to look. Therefore, the benish Chai says, tabi is otiyot yabet. Yabet means to look. Because that was the tikkun he had to make, the vayar. The Again, the amadomelech hamor is looking for the immediate pleasure. They're not understanding that you have to resist your pleasures of ri'iyah for the long term for ulama bar. They want to have everything now. They want to see it now. They want to enjoy it now. They want to have the immediate uh, satisfaction. That was ham. That's misraim. It's the same thing. Furthermore, Rabu Rabhida in the sefer tov'ayin. That's a good one, tov'ayin. It. Actually, it's uh, in the under the heading called Tabi, he writes, Tabi abdos shereban Gilgul ham. Ve'efshar bermos, ki Tabi, he says, Tabi hu chaf. Well, is it chaf? How much is tabi equal? It's actually 21, like we said. Dav chaf but he comes along and says that it's actually 21, which is fine. The letter chaf is how much? 20. But you know, we learned in Gematria, you have koler. You can count chaf is 20 plus 1. Uh, but then we gave a on this already. So therefore, chaf could be 20 sometimes, and chaf could be 20. So therefore, actually tabi, which is 21, you can symbolize that in a chaf. And therefore he says because if you take The word Ham. Ham is the Gilgul. And you put a Khaf, which is Gematria Tabi in there, what do you get? Hakam. That's why he called him Hakam. He took his his name, Ham, and he put it in. uh, Incidentally, if you take the Gematria of Ham, how much is Ham? In Mispar Katan. Het is 8 and Mem is 4. Mispar Katan, it's 12. Tabi also in Mispar Katan is 12. They share the same Mispar Katan as well. You see over here, there's the Gilgul I don't we'll have to go to all the name of the Gilgulim. Ah, oh, but now I understand over here the secret. What do we know also about Admat Ham? What do we know about Mitzrayim? They have no connection to Sukkah. They have no connection to the Sukkah. To them, they come along and they throw away the Sukkah. They cannot understand that this world is Temporary. And therefore, one of the tikkunim Tabi has to do is he has to go into the sukkah, and he goes into the sukkah. But how does he go into the sukkah? He's patur. What are the gueim? What are the going to do when they're going to be patur from the sukkah? They're going to destroy the sukkah. Tabi makes the tikkun. He goes into the sukkah, and even though he's patur. He doesn't know anything. Abangura says he slept in the sukkah. It doesn't say he destroyed the sukkah. He makes the tikkun of Ham the Hashkafab, Ham is the hamor, the Hashkafab, Ham is live for the day. They have no the relationship to the of Sukkah. And therefore, perek aleph and Perik Bet are connected to the bi keshet amitz, with a very strong kesher. David Amelik is hinting to us in the first chapter, even with the hakamim speak casually, you must go learn what they have to say. Where is that? What did they speak casually? Go look what said. That's when we learned Sihat He talked about his servant Tabi sleeping in the Sukkah. What did we learn from that? Oh, we learned a lot. Sihat he's coming to teach us depth. Why are they sleep in the Sukkah? Because he's the Gilgul of Ham. And Ham is the father of Mitzrayim, and Mitzrayim. Is the Amadomel Hamor and Mitzrayim is the one that's not going to sit in the Sukal Atinavor. They're going to come along and kick it, like David Amelik says in the second Perik of Taydin. In the second Perik, it was David Amelik that said, et and therefore, we see the Tikkun in Perik Aleph of the Sihat Hodin of with 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 Tabi. And we see what's going to be la'atid lavo Rabotai, this is a great, great musal to all of us. That in order to be zocheti imota Mashiach, we have to have the hashkafah of sukkah. We have to have the hashkafah, that the temporary nature of the world. And be willing to forego the temporary pleasures for the long term. The person has to be willing to give selah, al and not see immediate reaction. A person has to be willing to make a tefillah and not get an immediate answer. A person has to be willing to be shomer and not get right away a If you have that hashkafah that over here is la'asotam this is Erem Shabbat. Shabbat, Shabbat. But you don't get to be more than Erem Shabbat as well. But the Guayim say, no, 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 no. God tells them, sit in the Sukkah. Zuka, they can't even, they, they, they're repelled from it. They can't even tolerate it. Not the structure, not the world with the structure. They can't tolerate what it represents. And therefore they come along and say, we cannot live like this, this Destroy the whole inyan of Zuka. That's Ham, that's Mitzrayim. Ham says, give me the pleasure now, but your father, doesn't matter. Bayar, he has to look, he looks, Bayar. the Immediate pleasure of the eye. Yeah, but there's, 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 there's punishment And therefore Ham and Mitzrayim have no to the Mitzvah of It's the Mitzrayim, it's the children of Ham that are going to destroy the Sukkah They're the immediate pleasure seekers Comes Tabi, to the Tov Shebeham and he makes the Tikkun of Ham and he goes into the Sukkah and he doesn't destroy the Sukkah. He's the he's top the... Be'am. That's the Gere the... Emet. That's the that the Gemara talks about. The converts are going to come to join the Jewish people. The Gere Emet. And this is Mashiach Ani v'rochev al Hamor. The Ani v'rochev al Hamor. That he comes and he rides on the Hamor. But unfortunately, today in our generation, the Hamor is riding on us. The Hamor is the Ashir, and he's riding on us. That means he has the upper hand. And that's the whole key. The whole key is to subjugate. And that's what it says over here, the Atid Lavo, God is going to answer our prayers like it says at the end of the chapter. God says, Yoshev Bashamayim Yishak. In the heavens, God is going to laugh. Adonai God's going to ridicule. Them. When they leave the sukkah, God's going to laugh. It says in the Gemara, it's the only day God laughs. When he sees the goyim, and he says, I gave them an opportunity, but they can't get it in their head. They don't have that hashkafah. They left the sukkah, they destroyed it. Then God tells the Jewish people, as it says uh, in the pasuk, God says to us, you are my son. Ask me anything you want. And the chapter ends. Fortunate those that put their faith in God. The chapter began with and it ends with kol hosebo. That's like we said; it's one chapter. And if you put the chapters together. The concept is to remind us of of our future, and that this world is Dirat Arai. The Torah is telling us, bidirat Keva, Bidirat Arai. And then, Hashem, when the Mashiach comes, Adraba, when everybody else is gonna be running out of the Sukkah, Adraba. We're gonna be running into the Sukkah. I believe that this Sukkot specifically is going to be a very special Sukkot. Because already we start to see that there's a lot of Be'itot taking place, a lot of Be'itot taking place all over. Uh, they, they, they're preparing their feet to kick the sukkah as well, bezat Hashem. And on that day, Yosheh B'ashamayim Yishak, Hashem Yilaglamo, and Be'ezat Hashem will come to the day of Ashne'er called Baruch